This is Tiff here from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's show. So what we've got here is the daily tip from last week, all the um, things in which I shared with you last week uh, on my other podcast show, which is Reach Your Potential with Tiff, which I tend to record a, a daily aha moment that's come up or something that you know, a, a client has actually brought up or something that I've noticed when I've um, been watching people or even something that I've noticed without with myself um, in order to, well, I'm noticing and, and creating the awareness around me by me doing that. My intention is to make sure that you become more aware of you. So before I share these with you, I just want to let you know I've just started up a Facebook group called Reach Your Potential with Tiff. So if you actually put that into the search bar of Facebook and type up Reach Your Potential with Tiff, yes, you'll bring up my Reach Your Potential with Tiff um, uh, Facebook page, which is Tiffany Micah Takes Action. So I'd love if you could go across there and say hi. But also come and join the group. I've just set up the Reach Your Potential with Tiff uh, Facebook group. So if you just type in the search bar reach potential with Tiff, you'll um, that'll come up and just come and join. So it's a very small number at the, at the moment, but I've only just kicked it off. So come and join the group because I want you to share with me, you know, all your successes and your frustrations and what you're discovering. You know, what you're discovering about you. You know, you're more self-aware and. Um, areas and and points and trainings and everything that I share with you I I want you to give me feedback and I find if we're in a group together you can be sharing exactly what's what's going on for you and I really want to hear from you so come and join that group now with with regards to the daily tip from from last week all the recordings from that which I'll be sharing throughout this episode I'm, I'm I'll just cover a couple of things of what I looked at last week and what I looked at last week was suffering from a lack of discipline and you know I talk about that because I was really priding myself on being very disciplined and so on but some areas in which I noticed what, what were coming up for me so I want you to take a listen to that and see what happens with you are you suffering from a lack of discipline in specific areas because what I shared with you was what areas that I was suffering from and in order to like I say in order to for me to help you, I really analyze and, and become more aware of what I'm doing because I know that, you know, we're all doing specific things and I want to, you know, make sure I inspire you and impact you so that you're taking action on you. Another area we looked at is, is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and why you should be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because, uh, there's a lot of people out there that actually don't do that. And I, and I don't really mean go off and do something crazy. I'll just talk about specific things that you can do in simple ways to help you push yourself out of your comfort zone because none of us like to feel uncomfortable, but you always hear that saying that, you know, if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, you'll, you'll grow. 
very, very true, but I'll show you in ways you can can do that. This is really simple things that you can do to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, another area that came up was talking about willpower and, and what willpower is and what happens with willpower, how we get fatigued from from willpower and so on. It's quite interesting conversation that I had with some friends about it and I thought, you know what, I've really got to share this on um, the the podcast because willpower is quite powerful but it can also be quite depleting as well and I'll share with you why and, and how you can and what you can do to help improve your willpower around things. And then we also looked at uh, taking responsibility for yourself and why that came up and what I noticed with people learning sport and what they do around golf because I still teach golf part-time. So um, what people actually do around learning golf and also what they do around just taking responsibility from themselves or, or not taking responsibility from, for themselves. And again, simple things that we can actually do in in order to take action and become more responsible for ourselves because at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you. So just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, enjoy the daily TIFF recordings from last week and uh, I'll see you at – well, talk to you uh, at the end of this uh, episode. So what are we going to be talking about today? Hmm, this is something that uh, I find is, is very close – to me and I'm going to be sharing some a few things about what I'm noticing about me and then this may also apply to you and this is suffering from a lack of discipline is what we're going to be looking at today. Now the reason that I brought this up is because I really pride myself on being very disciplined and that's the athlete in me, that's the sportswoman in me, that's the sports kid in me, it's what I'm always know, very well known for with regards, especially to teaching um, the sports that I've taught throughout the years, I'm very disciplined with those sports. I'm very disciplined with um, my also my own training, but very disciplined with regards to progressions, what needs to be done to ensure that um, those skills are actually being applied and, and you know each step needs to be done really well and I'll say close to perfect because we want I've always prided myself on making sure that everything's uh, mechanically efficient now I also very much pride myself on being very disciplined when it comes to training to practice to eating and also to setting up the structure for the week very very disciplined on that eating I'm very disciplined five to six days a week the other day or half a day and a half or so on, I'm undisciplined, which means I can just go free for all. But um, the thing is, is that I'm very, very uh, proud of the discipline that I that I do have. However, I do suffer from a lack of discipline. And what has come up and what I'm noticing about me, and again, this is all about creating self-awareness, isn't it? Is that I really notice that when it comes to evaluating me, evaluating what I do I'm not so good so I'm really good at planning out I'm really good at um, putting those plans into practice I'm really good at doing the training doing the practice very very good at that but I'm not so good at when it comes to evaluating and also this at times there's things that 
oh, no, I won't get to that today. I won't worry about it. I, I do avoid a couple of things that ideally should be done. I believe that must be done. But at times I'm, um, I, I, I don't follow through with those. And I don't evaluate as well as I could have. Now, I have set up, which you've probably heard through my Tiffany Micah podcast show. If you haven't, I suggest that you go to that about how to evaluate your day. So my the things with regards to evaluating the day is is quite good, but it's also I'm not really evaluating the week. And the thing is, is why should you evaluate? So this is the you're, you're probably saying, Tiff, okay, well, yeah, I've got lack of discipline. I'm suffering from that too, but and I don't really evaluate either. But why should I evaluate? Well, the real real reason that you should evaluate is that you want to be able to track and see what's working. You want to be able to track and see what's not working, and plus also what you're not doing right? What am I not doing? And I'm, I'm plan I plan out my week and, and what I want to achieve because I'm starting this reach potential with TIFF business. I've got this into action and so on. And there's specific things that I want to get done with that. But it's also looking at what I'm not doing and why, why am I not doing them? Right now I, I know why certain things that I weren't, I wasn't doing them because reality was, was I didn't have a good enough system to tracking system set up in place and I also wasn't taking the time to really evaluate what was going on throughout the week and then if I'm not doing that it's not being I'm not so aware because I'm not tracking actually what's going on I'm like yep setting the plan up got it on the wall mark it off as I do it yep yep but I wasn't doing that either so the thing was that I was just relying on the set plan to get me through and the and the point I want to get across, it's not just about having the plan in place and it's not just about having the structure, but the main the main thing here is it's putting those plans into place and it's taking action. And what I've noticed, I actually really had a look at last week's um, plan that I set up and I was really looking at, oh, you know what, I'm not taking action on everything. Now I could. I could be taking on everything that I've actioned out, like that I've planned out, but I'm not actioning. And it's, why am I not actioning on those? Mm, a lot of the time it's because I haven't got the timing right. I'm trying to do too much throughout the day. And the thing is, is I wasn't setting them up so that they are achievable. It's like a too much. I'm a too much tiff. I try to get a lot done as much as I can get done. But the problem is, is that if you don't get it all done, you get overwhelmed and then you give yourself a hard time because you're not achieving that, right? So you want to also make sure that, that you're setting things up so that they are achievable, uh, are achievable. You want to make sure that you're setting it up so you're getting the timing right so that they can be completed, right? You want to be making sure that you're tracking your performance because if you track your performance – you can analyze the results. So when you analyze the results, you can identify, guess what? What is working, what you've done, what you haven't done, and what you can improve on. So do you want the goal that you're working towards? Because I know with me, there's a specific goal I'm working on right now and I'm just um, creating a free training. So keep your eye and ear out for that one. The free training coming up will be how to win more matches without having to work even harder. I've got a very good technique there that you can uh, use for that. 
which uh, which will be coming out very soon. So my question to you, though, is do you want the goal that you're working towards? And if you're saying, yes, Tiff, yes, I do want the goal that I'm working towards, then here's a very simple plan I'm going to suggest for you. All right, very simple. One, make a plan. All right, plan out your week. Two, take action. Three, take action on your plan and track it. All right, it's tracking your action plan. And four, evaluate your plan. Right, so this is very simple. I'm going to um, even open this up even more in a, in a moment. But so if you've said that you want to achieve a goal that you're working towards, I'm going to repeat it again. One, make a plan. Two, take action. Three, track your action plan. And four, evaluate your plan. Okay, that's very, very simple, isn't it? Very, very simple to work towards your goals. So when you do that, what, what happens? Well, you want to look out for these things. You want to be looking out for what's working for you. You want to be looking out for what is not working for you. You also want to be looking out for what you are not doing. Okay, so that was a big thing that I wasn't really looking at at the end of my week is I'm not really looking at what I'm not doing. Now, I want to make sure that I am doing these things. I'm setting them up on my plan, but I'm not doing them, right? And then the thing here is that you need to, by doing all of this, you can then identify what needs to be improved. You can also identify what needs the most attention right now. Now, the best lesson that I learned, it was through High Performance Habits by Bernard Bouchard. He was talking about um, spending 60% of your work time or your training time, whatever it is that you're focused on, but spending that 60% of that time where you're going to give all your effort and energy into completely focusing on that project or that skill, whatever it is, for 60% of your time. All right. Then the other 40% of your time, you can divide that other 40% up into increments of other activities or skills or action steps of whatever needs to be done, right? Outside of that specific main item, okay? That main thing that you're working on. So remember, you want to make sure that you're spending 60% of your work time or training time, whatever time or energy that you have in what it is that you want to be focused on completing right now, what needs the most attention right now, spend 60% of your time of that, and then spend the other 40% dividing up that time, working on other specific things that need to be done. So I'm going to give you a very simple six-step how to get rid of your lack of discipline, all right? And here's what to do. One, make your weekly plan. Number two, plan out your day. So once you've done your weekly plan, then you can plan out your day. So what needs to be done? Three, the action steps that need to be taken each day. All right, so once you plan out your day, you know what the action steps need to be taken. Four, this is the, the part that I love is do the action steps. I love taking action. Do the action steps. Number five, track what you do. And number six, evaluate your progress. Now, what can you apply this to? You can apply this to absolutely anything and everything that you want to apply this to. But my suggestion is right now is just focus on the one major goal that you have right now. The one major item that is on your mind, on your agenda that wants to be done, that you feel that it needs to be done, 
Remember, you're going to spend 60% of your energy and time that you have focusing on this specific um, goal. And then I want you to do those six steps, right? So I'll just quickly map out those six steps again so that what we want to do is we want to get rid of the lack of discipline so that you're not suffering from a lack of discipline. You're becoming more disciplined and you're achieving your goal, okay? So here's what to do again. One, make your weekly plan. Two, plan out your day. Three, action steps that need to be taken. Four, do the action steps. Five, track what you do. And six, evaluate your progress. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And why am I saying this? Well, you hear this all the time. You've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone because that's where the growth is. And, you know, you get that and I get that. Yet what I see most people, they don't really get out of their comfort zone. And why? Why is it that they don't get out of their comfort zone? If this is you, why don't you get out of your comfort zone? Do you feel that you have to do something grand to get out of your comfort zone? Do you feel that it has to be something elaborate, something unique, something crazy that you have to do, like really crazy? Because in order for you to be out of your comfort zone, you have to do those things, be elaborate, it has to be unique, it has to be something really crazy, you've got to go and do something really crazy out there. It doesn't have to be. And I'll give you an example so you went um, throughout uh, towards the end of June and early July this year, I went on a trip to England after this golf tour. I took a group of ladies on a golf tour to Spain and Portugal and I went on this golf trip, uh, sorry, went on this trip to England because I met my husband over there. And so we really had no specific plans when we were over there of where we were going to go and what we we're going to see. We did have some, like we were catching up with a, a mate of his that he hadn't seen for a very long time. So we spent a couple of days with him and then we also had planned in that two weeks that we we're going to come back and stay in London in that uh, for five nights in towards the, you know, the middle of the trip. And um, so that was a planned thing. But what we we're going to do in the week before going to London and the week after going to London, we had no idea what we we're going to do. We thought we'd just take it day by day, you know. So the simple things about being out of your comfort zone was Ian, my husband, was driving a manual car, which he doesn't normally drive. I have one, so it doesn't bother me too much. I always feel like I'm going on a theme park ride when I get to drive a manual car. It's lots of fun. But he was, um, that really pushed him out of his comfort zone because here we are, we're driving in a different country, don't know where we're going, and he's driving a manual car. So that created some stress for him and also for me. But, um, you know, we worked through that. We, you know, there's other things we didn't know where we were going to sleep each night. So we had no plans on where we were going to stay. We didn't even know where we were going to end up each day. We just would wake up the next morning, have a look on the map and go, okay, let's go here. Let's have a look at this. Let's see what happens when we get to this place. Let's, we'll work out where we're going to go to next. So what that did, something really simple, isn't it? But what that did for us was that it created adventure, right? It energized us. It made us feel alive. 
But it wasn't anything really crazy, was it? It wasn't, you know, something really unique. A lot of people do that. But it was... But it was so much. It was so much fun. Sorry, I just had someone at my door. Um, but it was so much fun. It was so different to be able to do that. It was just so amazing. Right. But as you can see, like it's not something freakish or something totally unique. There's a lot of people out there that do that. Right. But what it did was it enabled us to go, you know what, we don't know where we're going, we don't know what we're doing and how exciting is this, we don't know where we're going to end up each day, we don't know who we're going to meet, we don't know where we're going to sleep. It was just it was just a, an amazing time feeling that, you know, being out of your comfort zone in the sense of, yes, it was adventurous, but also, you know, just dealing with, you know, even driving throughout England, especially south of England, um, can be a little bit hairy, especially going down those laneways when you haven't done that type of thing before. And when you encounter other traffic, what do you do and so on? So it's it's something simple, right? So even like training at the gym, you know, I love training at the gym. But the thing that I've been doing, because I've got a shoulder injury right now, the thing that I've been doing a lot of is I've been doing a lot of cycling on this bike and I have a, because um, you know, you're on the, you have like a little um, iPad screen that's that's above that and there's a guy that works you through that, um, through that training. So you follow that, right? Now what that does for me is because then it's not, I'm not reliant upon me pushing myself. I've got someone else pushing me. Right, so I go with that. I feel so uncomfortable because I'm constantly pushing. I feel uh, I've got to work really hard. Sweat's pouring off me. My legs are burning, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. Again, it's something really simple. Same as yoga. I love yoga, but it constantly makes me feel uncomfortable. The positions are uncomfortable. It's, you know, you've got to hold your body in specific balance positions and stretching positions and going through certain flows and all of that kind of thing. It's uncomfortable. It's hot, especially when you're doing hot yoga, right? Again, these are simple things, but it's making you feel uncomfortable. It's pushing you out of your comfort zone. So what is something really simple that you could do each day to push yourself out of your comfort zone? Like I said, mine's training at the gym and especially on that bike. You know, I I do these drills. So there's these specific drills that I do on these bike, on this bike, and I do two lots of 15-minute drills on, on – and they're different drills each day. And I just go, you know what, just give the best. I'm just going to give all of me that I can. I don't care if it burns me. I don't care if there's sweat pouring off me. I don't care if I'm screaming out with agony, which I do. But it's about pushing right? It's about pushing myself to a point that I'm so uncomfortable. And if I keep constantly pushing myself so I feel so uncomfortable, that's a good thing. That's going to help me. And that's going to help you by pushing yourself. There's a book, um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and T. Harv Eker, he talks about your internal thermostat. And he talks about that around your financial blueprint. And He says about how you're always going back to your internal thermostat, which is what you're most comfortable with. And he's talking about it from a financial point of view. And in order to change that internal thermostat, you have to rewire your thinking, right? 
So this applies to you and your comfort zone, doesn't it? It's all about rewiring your thinking towards moving you, right? Moving your internal thermostat to feel uncomfortable and for you to be okay with that. Now, if you want to, if you really want to be uncomfortable, I suggest you go and learn golf. If you're a golfer listening to this, you're going to be able to get it big time because there's no two days that are ever the same. And you can go out and have a great day one day and then the next day it can be not so great or pretty awful. But the thing is, is how you're going to cope with it. And there's, you know, there's, there are strategies around that and I've, I've got a lot of strategies around helping people around sport and how to deal with that, how to control their emotions, how to cope when you're losing, you know, and how to work through all of that. But the thing is, is when you're playing sport and especially if you're competing in a sport or you're playing golf or tennis or whatever your sport is, you're going to be uncomfortable because you're actually putting yourself out in a situation where you're competing against other people. You could be competing against yourself, right? And it makes you feel uncomfortable. And I always say that the universe is testing you. The universe is saying to you, how badly do you really want this? Because you feel uncomfortable, don't you? Now, what I'm going to say to you is for you today, right now, I've got a question for you. How can you push yourself out of your comfort zone today? Now, you only have to do one thing. It's only one, something really, really simple. But I want you to feel uncomfortable. Now, it could be something as easy as training at the gym like I do, especially on that bike. Every day I am so uncomfortable. Right. My legs burn, absolutely burn. Might be doing something like doing a yoga class. It might be even something as simple as smiling at a stranger and saying hello. But what I want you to do is I want you to share with me what's your one thing. What's your one thing that you can do today that's going to push you out of your comfort zone? What is it? What is it? So when um, you are going to share this with me, which will be today, what your one thing that you're going to do to push yourself out of your comfort zone, that's going to be great. Willpower. And is there any power in having willpower? It was interesting. There was a discussion that um, we're having with uh, good friends of mine, Penny and Julie. Hello, Penny and Julie. And we were talking about willpower and Penny had um, been doing a lot of research on willpower and I thought, right, this is really um, an interesting topic about willpower. And so what is willpower? And willpower is the ability to make conscious choice, a conscious choice. So we all have free will and we may all make our own choices. And willpower is really the motivation to exercise the will. So willpower is making decisions, right? So when we look at willpower, willpower is like a muscle. Researchers who study self-control, which is willpower, often describe it as being like a muscle that gets fatigued with heavy use. Interesting, isn't it? Because while the muscles, like if we look at the muscles, for example, we're training at the gym, while the muscles become exhausted by exercise in the short term, they are strengthened by regular exercise in the long term. So similarly, regular exerting self-control may improve willpower strength as well. 
So that's quite interesting, isn't it? So willpower is is really the choice and it's making decisions. Yet when we've made so many decisions, what happens? It's like the muscles training at the gym. They become exhausted and fatigued. So it's about building building the, the ladder of willpower, isn't it? So let's look at food because this is always an interesting one and, and I always find this quite fascinating because women especially, there's always conversations around food. There's always conversations around weight loss. There's always conversations around what food that they should be eating versus what food that they shouldn't be eating. And if you actually go out with your girlfriends and um, just listen to conversations that go on, you'll hear people talking about food all the time and you know whether it should you know whether they should be eating that type of food or they're on a diet or they shouldn't be doing that or it's really really interesting when you actually sit and listen to conversations which I challenge you to because a lot of um a lot of women sorry girls I'm not um having a go at us but I spend a lot of time teaching women and so on a lot of women don't really listen to each other so they very much wanting to get their message across and want to be heard. So everyone tends to talk over the top of each other. But if you went and out with your girlfriends and you sat there at a cafe or whatever, have a listen to the conversation. Take a, take a moment out and just have a listen and see what, what's actually discussed and what people's attitudes are towards food and around eating and what you know, what they do around the eating. It'd be quite interesting. So if we look at it with willpower, some people have willpower over food and some people don't. And it's just about making the conscious decisions around food. And I'm not judging anyone, okay? So if you eat a lot of food and you're carrying a bit of extra weight, I'm not judging you. And if you're not doing that, that's fine. I'm not judging you. There's no judgment here. I don't judge but the thing is, is that what I want to get a, the message I want to get across to you is that willpower is based around decisions. Now, if, if willpower is based around decisions and you've been making decisions all day, by the end of the day, what's your willpower going to be around food? Now, if you're fatigued, what is your willpower around choosing the foods that will benefit you? Because you'll be thinking about the decisions that you're making all day when you're working or training or whatever it is that you're doing, there's constant decisions that you've got to constantly make. And at the end of the day, if you like me, because I get up really early of a morning, if you like me at the end of the day, I don't want to make decisions at the end of the day. I just want to switch my brain off and not think. Right. So when we're mentally fatigued, if you make decisions around food, what kind of decisions would you make? Because I know what kind of decisions I would make around food if I wasn't prepared. Because like I said, I get mentally fatigued at the end of the day. So the thing is, is what foods would, would you be choosing if you're mentally fatigued? And most likely it would be more convenience foods, wouldn't it? Because I know what I'm like when I'm fatigued at the end of the day. I'm exhausted. So what are you like? What are you, what are you like at the end of the day when you've been exercising willpower, making decisions all day, you come to the end of the day, what are you like? So if you have to make decisions around food, 
at the end of the day what to eat and you haven't prepared for that, you may go for what's easier because you've left that decision for the end of the day when you're exhausted, okay, when you're mentally fatigued. It was really interesting, like Penny and Julie and I were just talking about that willpower around food. It was quite an interesting topic and I thought, gee, I've got to talk about this today. It was, um, I found it quite fascinating. So I'm going to suggest something to you. So rather than trying to have strong willpower around food, because at the end of the day, especially you might be quite good throughout the day, but at the end of the day, you're just like, oh, I just don't want to have to make that decision. Let's go for something easy. Well, how about if you did something more simple? And this is what I do. And this is what I was sharing the other day with my friends that um, this is what I do. So I don't have to make those decisions around food at the end of the day I've already know what I'm going to have because I have the same thing right and I tend to eat the same foods about five days a week so if you look at it and have the same foods during your work week throughout the day and in the evening guess what you don't have to make a decision because you already know what you're going to have have something really simple see I have simple stuff I have a protein shake for breakfast I eat fruit throughout the day I have protein snacks throughout the day meat you know meat and eggs and so on I have for lunch I have um you know protein uh with with vegetables or protein with salad so I don't have to make too many decisions around that the afternoons I have snacks around protein, fruit and veggies and then at night I have a stir fry, chicken stir fry every night, okay, for five nights a week at least. Again, why? Because I don't have to make the decision around that. So sometimes I change the vegetables around and have a few different vegetables but I don't go, okay, oh, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? I don't know. The decision has already been made because I've planned out the week. And then you could look at it in your non-work days, and I do this in non-work days or weekends, non-training days, do something different so that, you know, you're having some downtime. When you're having your downtime, you can make some decisions around what else you want to eat and treat yourself. But the thing is you want to do it when you're not mentally tired, so then you can make decisions around it when you're not mentally tired. But when you're fatigued... And most of us are mentally fatigued throughout the day. And then we've got to think about what we're going to have for dinner. Just have the same thing. Make it simple. Keep everything really simple. I'm all about simplicity. Right? The less decisions that you have to make around, you know, simple things like eating, you can use your willpower and your decisions, your choices around more important things. Okay, so today what we're going to be talking about is taking responsibility for yourself. And why has this come up? Well, the reason that this has come up, and I I see this everywhere I look, but I'll refer to golf just because I see this quite often as well, is, you know, I watch people, um, golfers play golf, and, and they come to me for help. And People expect me to fix them and fix their problems, and of course they do because I'm the problem solver, I'm the coach, I'm the mentor, right? But the thing is, is that I can lead you down the path to fix your problem. I can show you exactly what you need to do, all the steps that you need to do, and then I show you what to do to take action on it. But do you take action? 
because some people do take action and some people don't. And then the problem may continue to persist. So is it up to me to continually fix the problem? Perhaps. Perhaps from my end there's a communication breakdown. But is there a communication breakdown from your end also? Perhaps. But my question is, if you are continually having the same problem, and we can look at this in any area, okay, not just golf, I'm talking about in every area of your life, if you're continually having the same problem and you've been given the solution, you've been given the steps to take, why are you not taking them? Now, this may be you or this may not be you. So I'm not targeting you specifically. I'm just talking about what I see and what I hear. And some people, some people rely on others to take responsibility for them, for them and their actions. So some people want other people to take responsibility for them. They won't take the responsibility upon themselves. And that's what happens to me when I teach at times is people expect me to have the responsibility of fixing their problems. Now, I know what it's like because I've been there. It's tough. You've got to work at it. Really got to work at it. But isn't it up to you to do the work? But why do other people, why do other, why do people put it upon other people and make the responsibility on that other person? Why? This is what I believe. And again, I'm not targeting anyone in golf and I'm not targeting anyone in life. But this is just what I'm noticing is because it's easier for someone else to be responsible for you instead of you being responsible for yourself. Isn't it? Can be. And this is what I believe. I believe that why this happens is because it requires effort to be responsible for yourself. And some people just don't want to take the effort upon themselves. They just can't be bothered. They think it's up to someone else. So my question is, is aren't you responsible for you? Isn't it up to you to do the work and get the results you're after? It's like saying to someone that you're going to the gym and you're training at the gym and you've got a trainer there and they say, hey, you do my push-ups for me. You go and, you know, do the workout on the chest press for me. You go and do all those bicep curls. How are you going to get the results if you don't put the action steps in place and actually doing the work? It can be tough, can't it? It's hard to work on you. It's hard to do the work on you. But it needs to be done because at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you, isn't it? And I had a very interesting conversation with a lady that I see every day at the gym when I go. Usually when I'm leaving, she's arriving because I go quite early. I like to go when there's no one around too much and I can get the whole gym to myself. But I had this really interesting conversation with her today and she'd be in her, I would say, her mid-50s. And she was telling me that she works at this medical centre because we talk about training at the gym and how good it is and, and all of that for ourselves and for how much we look after ourselves and that. And she was saying about how when people come into the medical centre, they want their problems to be fixed by a magic pill. All they want is a magic pill just to fix them. They want to be able to pop a pill and then all their problems are, are solved. 
And what actually I see, what I hear and what the way she talks, and but this is just my general belief, is that they don't take responsibility. People don't take responsibility for their health. They rely on other people to do the work for them. And we have something like these days, especially in Australia where, where I live, is we have an epidemic of overweight people. 70% of people are overweight or obese. Adults, that's crazy statistics. Absolutely crazy. And the kids are about 25%. No kids should be overweight. I don't believe anyone should be overweight if, if they took responsibility for their own health. Now, there's a lot of issues around being overweight, isn't there? And there's a lot of things that come up when you have that extra weight, right? You can become breathless. There's other dietary problems that may occur with diabetes and so on. There's lots of things that can occur, heart problems, all sorts of things. But why should it be the doctor's responsibility, Right, and this can be a whole other topic for another day. But the point I want to get across to you is, it, is it your responsibility to look after you and do what's right for you? Or is it someone else's responsibility? And a few years ago, I had a coach. I had a, um, a business coach and very incredible and, and successful guy. And I had some mentoring from him and I expected to get results from him. Of course, I see someone that's that's more successful than me, I want results as well. And what I learned from him, and this this is the same as when I teach golf to someone, was that he can show me the way, he can give me the tools and strategies of what to do, but it's still up to me to do the work and get the results. Right, so it doesn't matter whether you're wanting to lose weight. There's so much information out there about how to lose weight. But are you doing the work that's required to get the results? It doesn't happen in a week. Right, if we've put on weight, and I had this, I had slowly put on weight over the years a few years ago. I had an extra 10 kilos that I was carrying. I was just more chunky. Still doing everything else, but I was chunkier and why because I chose to eat some foods and I developed some habits that were were not good but I had to take responsibility for that and it was really hard work because I had still in my mind that I was still a professional tennis player you know 20 some years like 20 something years later and I was eating foods like I was eating like I was a professional tennis player I was eating too much right I had to take responsibility for myself and you know what, Tiff, this is just not on anymore. And, you know, there's that saying is, oh, well, when you get older, you put on weight. Nuh-uh. Doesn't have to be that way. Just because someone else says that, nuh-uh. Doesn't have to be that way. Right? So I dropped that, that 10 kilos. I got rid of it. Never to put it back on again. Why? Because I choose to take responsibility for myself and I choose to look after myself. Right, so the message that I want to get across to you today is learn what you need to do, whatever area it is you're, you know, you're struggling with in your life. It doesn't matter with if it's sport, 
It's business, it's life, career, training, whatever it is. Learn what you need to do. Do the work. Do the action steps that are required. And then you keep on working on them. Because you'll get them. And of course they're going, of course there's going to be some tweaking along the way. Of course certain things won't work and you'll have to try, you know, it'll be some trial and error. That's the nature of how things work. But the incredible thing is when you take responsibility for you and you start working on you and doing the things for you, amazing things are going to happen for you. Amazing things. But it's going to be up to you to do the work and to take the responsibility. So that's what I wanted to share with you today is about taking responsibility for yourself. Do the work. It's up to you. You get There's so many tools and strategies on how to do everything out there. And if you're not put, putting the work in, you're not going to get the results. And I've talked about this before, about doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. Well, if you're not getting the results, you need to make some changes. So the first change is we're going to take responsibility for yourself, aren't we? Absolutely. And you're going to take action. You're going to learn what to do and get to work. Hey, Tiff here. So what did you discover there? Mm, Interesting, wasn't it? Are you suffering from the lack of discipline like I was? I found that I wasn't evaluating myself. I was planning out my weeks and and really looking deeply into what I needed to do, but I was not actually tracking my performance as much as I could. So I developed a system enabling me to do that, which I'll share in a future future episode. But um, it'll be interesting to hear from you if you are suffering from a lack of discipline and what your areas were, uh, because it's really important that we discover more about ourselves and ways in which we can improve ourselves. And what about the pushing yourself out of the comfort zone? Like, as I said, like there's some really simple things that we did when we went on our trip to England and, and what we did to push ourselves out of our comfort zone again see they weren't like crazy it wasn't crazy 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 stuff it was just simple things and even you know simple things when you're going off and you're doing your exercise or you're doing your training for your sport or or you're just training to keep fit and so on what what you can do to feel uncomfortable because you you need to be able to do that because you've got to keep pushing yourself because that's where the improvement uh happens isn't it so simple things that you can do what were the simple things that you've discovered that you could do to push yourself out of your comfort zone and willpower what did you discover there Hmm, it's all about that decision making isn't it and how it can exhaust you and it's almost the same as like it's willpower is like a muscle and it's it's learning how to develop self-control but it does get fatigued after heavy use like muscles do or when you're exercising so the thing is, is we want to train those muscles, train those willpower muscles in, in order to, to strengthen them so that in the long term that the decision making that we're actually creating for ourselves is actually going to be easier as well and not as mentally fatiguing so that we won't be making poor choices. So we want to make sure that you're looking at ways in which you can 
make decisions much easier and setting things up so that you can make yourself um, make those decisions much easier. Like the example that I gave around food, you know, that makes things much easier for me because then I don't have to think about what I need to do there. And then taking responsibility for yourself. That was, um, that's a real big thing, isn't it? Because a lot of people tend to expect other people to take responsibility for them and, we, we can't do that. And, and like I shared an example of when I was um, had some sessions as well and I was wanting him to, you know, my business coach at the time to help me and I wanted him to take responsibility for things. And, and really, you know what, uh, the biggest highlight I got from that was really, you know, at the end of the day, if I want things to happen, it's up to me. And anything that I do in my life is is up to me because I've been – an entrepreneur, you know, I never, never considered myself as that for a, for a long time, I guess because entrepreneur hasn't become as trendy as it is now. But, you know, I've always worked for myself. Um, when, you know, I finished up with my tennis career and so on, I, I did do some part-time teaching jobs and so on. But, you know, I started a, a tennis coaching business and a sports skills business and a golf coaching business and, and all of those as was in you know I've always worked for myself so I've I've known that anything that needs to be done at the end of the day it's up to me to get it done so it's really being responsible but when you're responsible for yourself what happens you actually take more action don't you? you take that responsibility upon yourself to improve you because you know in order for things to get done you need to do them and it's like going to the gym isn't it it's like expecting someone to do push ups for you Does it really happen? It doesn't, does it? Because you're the only one that's going to develop the strength and those muscles in that. So that was um, quite an eventful week and some really, um, I believe, some powerful things that you can really work on and work on improving you. And of course, you know, I always do that with me, but the, the, uh, the, really the theme behind these episodes and the podcast is really to make sure that you're, you know, really working on you and becoming the best that you can be and not just waking up every morning and just going through the motions because in order for you to really get what you want out of your out of your life and out of your career out of your sport out of your business it's, it's all about working on you and we want to make sure that that continues to happen okay so it's really really important that you do that now I've just started a Facebook group it's, uh, it's only a, a day or two old and there's not many members in there yet, but we want to make sure that we're building the Reach Your Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. So I'd love it if you could go across to Facebook and, and jump on the search and type in Reach Your Potential with TIFF. I've set up a Facebook group. So I'd love it if you could come and join the group because I want to get to know you and what I want to know what your frustrations are so that I can help solve your problems. And I also want to know you. I want to get to know you and what what excites you, what successes you're having, what frustrations you're going through, um, how you're planning yourself out, are you achieving your goals? If you're not achieving your goals, why aren't you achieving your goals? I really want to know what's going on for you. So I thought it would be a great idea to set the group up there to, to make sure that what we're doing is we're you know reaching our potential, right? We keep growing and learning and really improving ourselves, okay? It's all about that self-awareness. So I want you to make sure that you are going ahead and you are doing that. 
And I've just also launched a free training. So there's two strategies in how you can win more matches. So if you're an athlete or a sports person and you're wanting to improve in your sport and you're finding it quite frustrating because you're actually not achieving your your sports dreams and you're really struggling to um, win those matches and win those games and even perform better out in, in your sport... I've put together these two strategies that will really help you because it's, it's it's not about working harder and harder. The thing is, is the things that you're not working on, it, it will be the issues in, in your sport. So I've put this um, free training together. All you need to do is get jump across to my website. It'll come up this week. So if it's not there today, it will come up this week. And it'll be how to win more matches without having to work even harder. Because like I said, as athletes, and I've been there myself, is that we think that we have to work really, really hard. And if we're not getting the results and we're not achieving our goals, oh, well, we've just got to work harder and drill harder and, and, and keep working on getting those fundamentals right. Yes, to a point, but there's some other things that are actually missing. So I'm sharing with you what those uh, especially the two most important strategies, what I believe are missing in, in sport and a lot of coaches actually don't really focus on introducing those to you unless you then, you know, get to the to the elite ranks and in order for you to really get to the elite ranks, you, you've got to make sure that you've got all these specific things on the mental side in place. So uh, make sure that you go out and you look for that as well and uh, keep your eye out there'll be a program coming out soon called get focused so there'll be a program on showing you how to how do how you can get more focused but in the meantime what i want you to do is believe in you dream big go after your dreams and uh, make sure that if you get uh, getting benefit out of these episodes i'd love it if you could share it with your friends and also i want you to share with me what you like best about what you heard because i look forward to hearing from you and don't forget come and join the reach your potential with tiff facebook group because i really want to help you achieve your dreams okay so have an awesome day talk soon and um just take lots of action see you soon bye are you so frustrated that you feel no matter how hard you work You don't feel like you are getting anywhere. To the point you are constantly tired, you hit burnout regularly, even feel like you are just going backwards. This is why it's time. It's time to make the necessary changes and get a coach. A coach is someone who helps you establish the foundations you need to achieve the goals you so badly want. Without the right foundations, you will continue to get frustrated, hit burnout and feel like you're going backwards no matter how hard you work. This is why you need to enroll in the First Bounce program. The First Bounce program is setting up systems and habits and having them in place. These are the foundations you'll need to achieve your goals. Without these, you'll keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. For more information about the First Bounce program, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the First Bounce program, fill out the application form to see if you qualify for the First Bounce program, as I only work with those who will do the work required to get the results. If this is you, then I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.